Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. That was a terrific conversation with Chavis Swapman for People's Bank. He's such a, a really important leader to coastal Mississippi. So now let's like turn the page and, and move over to Diamond Head. We've got Tommy Schaefer, the mayor of Diamond Head. And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, what the pandemic situation there. I, we will actually want to give you a little bit of the history of Diamond Head while we're at it. And then we'll talk about some of the projects they're working on. So we'll have them for the next two segments. Mayor, how are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Hopefully staying that way. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's isn't that interesting that you have to say that, but you're you're right. I mean, every, everyone as long as they do what they're supposed to do, we should we should be you should be mostly safe. Hopefully, uh, you don't come in contact with this unbelievable situation that we're dealing with this virus. So anyway, Mayor, let's talk a little bit about the history of. Uh, oh, you got to hang on. No, I'm good. Don't stop. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the history of uh, Diamond Head. Diamond Head was started a- after the Stennis Space Center uh, became a reality. And uh, Walter Jack Sr. is the, the original landowner, and one thing led to another. And Diamond Head became this big development from people from the Midwest and New Orleans and all that. To take us a little bit through that and tell, tell us uh, how, things are, how things evolved there. Well, an investor, McLean identified the possibility of something and began to acquire some property. Uh, Hurricane Camille hit in 1969 and devastated much of the Mississippi Gulf Coast like we'd never seen before. Uh, My father was living on the beach in Bay St. Louis and weathered the storm of 1947. And they they made it through that. Uh, Camille was a much different storm, yet much of Diamond Head was high and dry. And I think a group with Bow Brothers perhaps Construction flew over Diamond Head in a helicopter after Hurricane Camille and began to look at the possibility of developing this. It was developed as a planned unit development or a PUD, though it was never filed as such to my knowledge. It, uh, it started with a bang, slowed down a little bit, and we've seen a resurgence. People like Diamond Head as a residential community, and people want to be here. There's a demand for houses here, and we're seeing the the last of the acreages, perhaps, uh, begun beginning to be developed, beginning to be planned. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, it's been a long process since the '60s through today. Uh, it, you know, it. I think the you know, in reading the history of uh, of it, you you spoke to this somewhat that Camille they expected the developers expected to see devastation. They didn't see that that it fared r- really well. Now Katrina, it did actually okay for Katrina, except for the south side of I-10. Obviously, that's the area that's on the northern shore of Bay St. Louis, and that that area was basically de- devastated. Has any of those h- homes begun to come back down there? Yes, quite a few of them have come back. Uh, some of the real estate prices down there have been depressed. People got a lot of people got really good deals on lots, waterfront lots on the south side. And now we're seeing those prices begin to ebb back up uh, to where they were pre-Katrina. So there again, that that was the slowest part of the comeback, I think, was the south side. And you're seeing the, a renewed demand even for those waterfront lots now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, everything north of I-10, well, I can't say everything. 
<laughs> my house yeah. was a box and had three and a half yeah. feet of water in it. But yeah. uh, the vast majority north of I-10 did very, very well. Well, that you know, you and I were talking about this when we were, when we were off the air. But um, the name Diamond Head came after Diamond Head in Hawaii because it was you know this Diamond Head is seen as a sort of peak in in South Mississippi where the the above sea level elevation is somewhere in the vicinity of a hundred feet. So you know, I know there's some rivers and bayous that come through there that probably injected storm surge all through there, at least on the periphery. That's probably where where you are. Exactly from, on the periphery. But for the most part, uh, Diamond had fared relatively well, considering that if there was a ground zero for uh, Hurricane Katrina, it was that North Shore right there. Of Diamond Head, you know, the, right, right south of I ten. So, um, the good news is that it's it's continued because of its high elevation. Uh, people continue to want to be there. That's that's a good thing, isn't it? It is a good thing, and you know, we welcome. We have people from all walks of life that are still moving in a Diamond Head, and it is a safe and secure community. And that's one of the things as mayor that. I've always focused on is keeping the community safe and secure, keeping crime down. But a lot of people move here for golf, for tennis, for the marina. The south side's coming back with the airplanes and the runway and the taxiways that they have access to, uh, the community swimming pools. And of course, so many communities have followed Diamond Head. But we were the yeah. first in the state of Mississippi to authorize golf carts on the public streets. So for a long period of time, the POA, the Property Owners Association, essentially managed um, the unincorporated area of Diamond Head. But then you guys decided to incorporate and become a city. Tell us about that real quick. Well, I became aware of that, knowledgeable about that when I read the proposed budget and the proposed uh, incorporation articles in 2007. I wasn't necessarily in favor of it. I thought it had a lot of problems, a lot of questions. But with that being said, there was a group of people that had been here for a while. They had been intimately involved with our property owners association. And they were convinced that we needed to have some type of a city in place just in case. Because as you've said, this all started in 1970 and it had a 50-year covenant. Well, those covenants are now expiring in June of this year. So the group that, that started the incorporation effort uh, in 2007 did so with June of 2020 in mind. Yeah. Well, so you're the mayor now. I'm the mayor. I'm in my second term. Yes. What's your background? Tell me about your background. Well, so my background is I spent part of my summers every year in Claremont Harbor, Waveland, and Bay St. Louis. Uh, I grew up in New Orleans, graduated from Jesuit High School in 1985, and went to Ole Miss. And at Ole Miss, I, I don't remember what my first major was, but I went through two or three of them before I found this public administration course of study. And I liked it. So I graduated with a degree in 1989 from Ole Miss in public administration which lends itself to a lot of what a mayor does, what a city councilman would do, running a city, a county, or any type of state government, state agency. With that being said, for 23 years, I was in the private sector, mostly as a manufacturer's representative and commercial contractor, but more than 50% of my work was with 
school districts, public school districts, counties, cities, and colleges and universities with boards of trustees and things of that nature. So as somebody told me when I first got elected, you've been at this table a long time. You were just always on the other side of the table. <laughs> That's good. So what has the last few months been like for you with this pandemic situation? How, how, is, uh, how has Diamond Head reacted to the situation? Well, I, there's two answers to that question. One is an economic answer from a public entity. And Diamond Head has fared very, very well economically because, unfortunately, the vast majority of our budget comes from ad valorem taxes. We don't have a large sales tax base in Diamond Head to our population of almost 9,000 people. So the ad valorem taxes have not been a problem. Uh, we don't rely heavily on sales taxes. Other cities that have a much larger percentage of their budget relying upon sales taxes have some questions and some challenges if we can't get back to normal. With that being said, on the other side of the coin, my heart is really tugged right now for people that are in the service industry, waiters, waitresses, chefs, cooks, kitchen people, people in the hair industry, uh, anybody that's closed still has car payments, insurance payments, mortgage payments. And if we can begin to ease back into an opening, I think we're all looking forward to that. Uh, mm -hmm. Diamond Head, like I think all the other cities in the three coastal counties, has followed the governor's order. We're all trying to speak with the same voice. And uh, we have a conference call today. We'll, we'll learn more this afternoon. Well, you guys have done a great job of staying in touch with each other. I've been, you know, I've been uh, communicating with Fofo and Billy and others. Um, you've been, you've been staying pretty much in tune with each other about what the situation is. And I think most people have uh, become to realize that until we get a vaccine, we got to learn to live with this situation. And there are certain things we need to do to protect ourselves, protect our family members certainly to protect the vulnerable, but we've got to begin to turn, to turn the volume back up on our economy. And we've got to be careful because if we have an outbreak, we're going to set, it's going to set us back. Do you think that the people you come in contact with Diamond Head, for the most part, get it, that we've got to just learn to live with it and we've got to live a safe lifestyle until we get to that point? Originally, I would have answered you as a no six weeks ago. Today, yes, I believe most people quote unquote get it now. I think they understand now, yet they also get frustrated. They all, yeah. they're getting very frustrated. And I think, what has it been, six weeks now? People yeah. are, they, we've got to get some income rolling back in. And people talk about what the new normal becomes. So, Mayor, Mayor let's do uh, that. Let's do this, Mayor. We're gonna let's come. We're coming to the break. What do we do? We'll pick it up there, talking about the new normal and the frustration. This is Mayor Tommy Schaefer from the great city of Diamond Head, and we'll be back to him after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.